0: This podcast replay is brought to you by ksdtcpa one of south florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms ksdtcpa is a full service firm that also excels in crypto visit them at ksdtcpa.com or call 305-670-3370 oh
1: what's up man what's happening baby how you feeling you feeling good i'm i'm good
0: man i'm good except that i'm in a uh, Times square in a disney store right now so uh, my daughter probably going to cost me a lot of money by the time i get off the show yeah yeah other than that it's it's good but that's all but
1: but it's all good it's for her man you know what i mean what are you gonna do say no no you're not gonna do that so you know that's the way that's the way it goes these are the sacrifices this is why we work you know we work to provide baby you know it's all, it's all good that's exactly right by, exactly right. by the way, why do I think the Sean Payton thing is going to be a disaster in Denver? Once I heard that uh, Rex Ryan is in the mix and I just uh, I got to tell you, bro, I, 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 I don't sense this having a happy ending for for Bronco fans.
0: Yeah, it seems like it goes one or two ways. Right. It goes like it's a disaster. And by midway through the year, everybody wants to get rid of Sean and Russ. And the whole conversation is how that they do this. Or for some reason, some odd reason, the, the mix max mixed pieces. It does feel like it's a mix, uh, mix and match. You know, with Sean Payton doesn't really seem like the same personality as Russ. Rex doesn't seem like the same personality as either of them. And you're going to try to make it all work. Sometimes weird things work. And so I'm not sure which way it'll go, but uh, it's going to get plenty of headlines. I'm sure Denver's going to be a spot that's going to be talked about a lot on the talk shows, uh, good or bad, offseason.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I kind of get that feeling, man, overall. Uh, Fangio, brother, I don't know about you, but up until about, you know, two days ago, I I still had, like, Dolphin fans freaking <laughs> out. Like, he hasn't signed. He hasn't signed. It's like, yo, bro, chill out. It's already done. The old man's coming. Relax already. Oh, yeah.
0: Trust me. I got mentions as well. It's Fangio done. It's Fangio done. Um, And so when they saw that, couple days ago it kind of put the 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 relief on all Dolphins fans that yes it's official I had Dolphins fans even after the Eagles lost their DC asking me oh well is he gonna renege again and go to Philly and so now it's done is a Dolphin and uh everybody can move on with their world um so and and by the way he, he he
1: never reneged in the first place
0: right no he just told them to be patient just be patient we're, we're bad at patience I, I i'm going to talk about my daughter because i'm taking her on the trip this week but i had a conversation with my daughter this morning about patience because we are waiting um in line for to go on the elevator and she's like frantically hitting the elevator and waiting for it to come and it's we're in new york it takes a long time for the elevator. and i'm like patience babe patience it's a virtue learn it please yeah, and sometimes I feel like I have to have the same conversation with Dolphins You know, I know you've been hurt before, and so it's tough. You you're always waiting to get hurt again, but sometimes patience is all you need. And uh, in this case, that's all. That's all it was. A little patience.
1: You know anything about uh, the assistant coaches that he may be uh, wanting to uh, add to his staff? I know we we got the the Donatel uh, young man being interviewed. Anything else?
0: Yeah, Donatel would make sense as a secondary coach there. They're going to keep uh, saying Madison, but I think right now, he's probably looking like he'll be the cornerbacks coach. Last year, he was more of the secondary coach, and Gregory was the safety's coach. So maybe he goes to just a position, and, and overall, you have a new guy running the secondary room. And then he's going to need a new outside linebacker's coach after they got rid of uh, uh, Ty McKenzie. And so you can kind of look down at his roots. The problem this time of year is that everybody's looking for assistance. So he's competing with four or five different teams right now, and you're trying to figure out how can you get guys out of their contract because you're talking about position jobs, position coach jobs right now. And so you, it's hard to get a linebacker coach to come be a linebacker coach elsewhere because he's in the contract and you're not going to let him out. And so you're a little bit limited in options. So, he, you know, even an assistant linebacker coach, you got to let him out of his contract to be a linebacker coach. You can't you know teams can be strict and say hey, no we'll decline it so I don't really have any names yet as far as that position um I'm also intrigued to see does he keep the rest of the staff does he want to make any more changes um and then kind of from there we go to personnel I know, you know a lot of dolphins fans weren't happy but from what I understand is special teams coach Danny crossman will be back and uh and so everything are you shocked pretty much,
1: are you shocked at crossman
0: because I'm not shocked because he's a, he's a survivor. He survived, what, three different coaching regimes? And so I don't know the, the full reason, but whatever it is, uh, he's a survivor. So maybe it's his relationship with Chris Greer, or maybe he does something behind the scenes that we don't see, um, but obviously his special teams numbers haven't been great, and uh, he's doing something to survive. So I'm surprised, I'm surprised based on his, his performance as a coach, but uh, not necessarily because i've seen him survive throughout the last three or four years.
1: What was the Destiny's Child that has this song Survivor? Is that the one?
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that right. is that is correct. Okay. That's correct. That is a music that i do know. Our <laughs> whole half of our last segment. By, which, by the uh, way, but but you rap- did
1: did you end up okay? You, you you do know De La Soul now, right? You kind of felt yes. silly, right? Yes,
0: I, I, I've i heard some of his songs. Now, I will say, I've them, De La them, La Soul them
1: by the way, them, not him. Them.
0: Yes, yes, them. I'm not a De La Soul expert by any means.
1: Like, but you knew I, it. I, 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 but you knew but it. I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it
0: before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've now, heard it several times. Uh, I think it was on like a, I think I heard one of the songs on a video game I used to play uh, back in the day, too. I'm not sure. But I remember hearing the melody and I'm like, yeah, I've played, I've heard this song countless times.
1: God, me, when myself, me, song. myself, and I is like, it's like yeah. a, an all-timer, bro. It's like a yeah, absolutely. a banger, like yeah, they say. Yeah, you know?
0: That's why I, I I texted you right when I heard that yeah. song. And then one other I heard that I texted you about, and I was like, Yeah, I've heard these songs before. So did you did you get I, to I,
1: listen to Us Three or Diggable Planets yes. or Arrested yes. Development? Yes.
0: I didn't. I didn't go to uh, Arrested Development, but I heard Us Three, and I heard Digable Planet. So I, I kind of did my. Uh, and I Us my Three, that
1: you you had never heard Cantaloupe.
0: No, no, I had not. Wow. That was my first time hearing that. But sure. but it was
1: good. But it was good, right? Yeah, it was. It was good. It was, it was yeah. good, man. It was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It That's was good, for sure. That so. era is so good, man. There's so many good rap bands at uh, rap acts at that time. It,
0: there were so many, and I'm reminded of it because you know I was. You know, I, I grew up listening, or I actually not growing up. I went back and listened to a lot of Public Enemy and N.W.A. and a lot of the hardcore rap. And so, going back and listening to De La Soul, kind of reminder of just how, how the variety of, of rap back been. Because obviously, De La Soul has a little bit more of a positive yeah. vibe. You yeah. know, it, you know, they are they're they're. I don't know if I would say like hippie. They had kind of like a, you know, a, it, it, yeah. It's like a, it's vibe, like a psychedelic
1: you know? rap, right? It's like, yes, right? exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. And then you you transpose that with like N.W.A. talking about F the police and right. you know, public talk enemies. about life, ba- talk about life, exactly, exactly, <laughs> what it's like in the hood, and and so it's a drastic difference. I'm not saying you know maybe these guys came up in rough areas, but it was a different vibe um, of rap when rap was singularly one thing, and so. It was a good reminder of me of the diversity of rap, even even in the beginnings.
1: Did you get to listen to De La Soul the Buddy Buddy song? Did you hear that one? I want, no, I didn't. I, I want you to hear Buddy. Uh, it's okay. it, it's a great song, dude. And listen to the lyrics really well. And it's yes. just it, it's just so good the way it flows. And the way it talks about human beings, like your buddy, different kinds of buddies. And you'll you'll see what I'm talking about when you hear okay. the song. It's really, okay, really, re- it really, really good, uh, you know, overall. All right. So uh, free agency. I, I think the, the one position that they're going to try to fill badly is that middle linebacker spot. What do you think happens there? Because Fangio's going to need a badass middle linebacker. They really don't have one, man. I like their werewolves on the outside, okay? I like Phillips, and I like, I like Chubb in the club, but, yep. uh, but I, I need that werewolf in the middle.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you really just start looking at what the past history is of Big Fangio, and, and a lot of times we have a new coach, they need somebody to implement their defense. And a lot of times that starts in the middle, which is that safety position, that linebacker position, or the defensive tackle position. And usually it's linebacker or safety, because those guys can communicate the whole defense. And so I would look at some of his former players. I haven't got a deep dive into free agency yet. That'll be something I do in the next week or two um, after I get back. But you start to look at some of his former players who are um, free agents. I think AJ Klein is one who I think is coming up, um, who's a linebacker that makes a lot of sense for me. I do think they'll add multiple linebackers because that's a room that, that needs depth, you know? And so don't be surprised if they still bring back a guy like Landon Roberts, Well, I know he's had some mixed reviews for fans, but maybe he has competition and maybe he has maybe a, a specific role rather than being their, their, their main, their main guy there. And then he can uh, be, he can be, he can
1: be his role of two down linebacker right. in running situations, bro.
0: Although I I do think in Spurs this year he showed that he can he can do he can do things. You just don't want him to play some of your best tight ends. Like you you can get exposed in that. So I I don't want him.
1: I don't want him covering at all, bro. I'm sorry. Right. So so
0: what what I think what I think is interesting is I'm curious what Vic Fangio's view of Jerome
1: Baker is going to be
0: because (laughs) he he don't fit he don't fit he don't fit. So 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 (laughs) so Jerome Baker's contract is guaranteed for this year, so he'll be here in 2023. In some capacity, but don't assume that he automatically has a three down, every no. down role. And so, you know, he's got to earn his way onto the roster. Shannon Tyndale is a the guy they drafted, but they drafted him in mind of a patriot style scheme. How does he fit? And so, you, you know, Big Bangio, he did an interview with the Dolphins team site that I was listening to um, this morning. And he was like, hey, I'm going to give everybody a fresh slate. Right? I saw that. But in the same token, you pay Big Bangio for $4.5 million. He's gonna have a lot of control over who plays, who doesn't who's on his roster, who's not. And so, if he doesn't like some of these guys who are already paid and, and core members of his team or supposed to be, then they're just gonna move from it. So I think they come into this linebacker position and they might be.
1: By, by, fresh. by the way, they've done that they with Gis- they've done that with Gisicki, the last two the last two coaches, the yeah, last two coaches. He, he didn't fit what they wanted to do, and right. they refused yep, to they play him.
0: Exactly, they played, they paid Mike Kosicki with over $11 million last year. Yeah. And, you know, I think he probably had the same, close to the same amount of catches as Jerome Spive did. It felt like, or at least the playing time. And so, yeah, clearly when you bring in a new coach, like a did with Mike Daniel last year, like you're one with Big Bangio, you give them the freedom to say, it doesn't matter what guys are paid. It doesn't matter where guys are drafted. You can do what you can with your scheme. And so assuming that a guy like uh, Jerome Baker, or a Raquan Davis or a um, Shannon Tyndale, guys who were either drafted higher or got paid are automatically gonna be core pieces of defense, I think is a mistake. So I think you know, Javon Holland's gonna be a core piece of defense. He's gonna be their girls, right? Xavier Howard, at least for the next year, is gonna be a core piece of this defense. Christian yeah. Wilkins is gonna be a core piece of defense. Zach Sealer as well, Jalen Phillips as well. I think beyond that, you know, there's no guarantee for anyone else.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I agree on that. And I think when when you look at Baker, I would not be surprised if something you notice this this offseason is Baker builds up his body and he may have to, uh, you know, pick up a couple of extra pounds of muscles. You know what I'm saying? Because they may want him to do something a little bit different than he normally does. And he may have to fight through some traffic more often. He may have to be a better run stopper or try to be, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't think he will have the luxury of being the outside blitz cover guy like he's kind of been, you know, throughout. And, And I thought they actually, I thought Flo actually maximized him two years ago. You know, I thought yeah. I thought Flo. Did, that's what
0: got him paid.
1: Yeah, I thought Flo really knew how to use him the right way, uh, but obviously the scheme changed, and then now it's really changed even more. And so I, I'm wondering if they're going to have. Remember what they did to uh, the safety three years ago, and uh, uh, the, well, the, he was a corner, and then they moved him to safety. Uh, Bobby uh, McCain. Biden McCain yeah and, and then he yep. and he still because of that he ended up injured with a shoulder by the end of the year because he was just yep. worn out doing things that he was really wasn't built to do so I'm wondering yes. if there's going to be a little bit of that with Jerome Baker this year
0: yes I'll let me give you two points of this and then I gotta run my okay go ahead. Getting a little rest this here but uh I, two things I think it's a very interesting point because if you if you think about it at the end of the season they have like what they call End of the year reviews with players. It's usually the day after the season, and they tell them, "This is what you sucked at. This is what you're good at. This is what you see. What we see for you next year." And a lot of times, this is where offensive linemen get the conversation of, "Hey, man, we're going to move you to guard. So, put on 20 pounds. Do what you need to do. We're moving you to guard, or we're moving you to tackle, and we need you to lose weight. Um, safeties as well. I think um, the interesting element. That's one thing. And so they could have had that conversation with Baker. A lot of times, we don't know that until the summer." Um, the second part of that is I wonder how much of those conversations have been had with the defensive guys with the uncertainty of the staff. Big Bangio hasn't been officially hired until last week. And so guys have been on vacation. Guys have been gone. Technically, I don't know how much rules are always followed, but technically there's no contact with players until the, the April. Game. And so how much does the late hire of Bangio and then his assistants that he brings in impact the vision they have for players? And like Vangio said, he likes to give them a fresh slate and see them in person. And so maybe he can't make a decision on where he sees a guy and so he sees them in camp in the offseason program. And so all of that makes it intriguing because obviously this is a team that's built to win now. And so you don't want to have a transition year, but it makes me think that that for some guys or for some parts of Vangio's scheme, there may be a little bit of a transition where maybe he has guys here for a year and then he gets more – of his guy in that position. You know, we mentioned Jerome Baker, Raekwon Davis, you know, guys like that. If they don't end up performing, maybe they're a one-year stop here, and then he gets in his guy for that spot in 2024. You know, those are things that I think are part of the offseason that we should keep an eye
1: on. There you go. Follow him on Twitter at Cameron Wolf. Catch his work there at the NFL Network and catch him twice a week here doing his thing with the KSDTCPA, Miami Dolphins, and NFL Report. Get back to the family. Enjoy. Uh, you're in Disney, right? You're in Disney World, right? Uh, no, nah, so I'm in New York in Times Square. But oh, I'm Times in Square. Store. Oh, okay, yeah. in the Disney store. Yeah. Okay, I need yeah. a couple of extra tracks for my monorail. So if they have them there, <laughs> get me a couple of boxes for those, okay? I needed to extend it you. around the tree a little bit more, okay? I got you. All right. I got you. You be good, brother. Be All safe right. out there. Enjoy All the family. we Will do. You got it. Cameron Wolf, baby. Ah yes, the wolf pack has been unleashed.